Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Good morning, Daily Trader Owner Cast listeners. Woo! You said you wanted to always do that, and then I did it, and so now I've taken away your glory. You stole my thunder. I cannot believe you stole my thunder like you've never done it before. I, <laughs> <laughs> I pinched it. How are you, Coxie? I'm feeling really good this morning. I love Fridays. Mm, Fridays are... Even though... Fridays are now just another day ending in Y, <laughs> post-Rona, PR, post-Rona. Um, they still have a thing about them, and I guess that's from years and years and years, I'll say decades because I'm old enough to say that now, decades of Fridays actually meaning something. Yes, until you're a business owner and then they mean not a lot anyway. <laughs> Friday's usually a shit day because it's payday for the rest of your staff. Oh, yes, and a hundred things always go wrong on a Friday that you can't possibly sort out before Monday, which makes Mondays feel a bit bleh. But in reality, they're just days. Like, of course they if are. you can't sort it out on Friday, you sort it out on Monday. It's not the end of the world. Of course. It's not terrible. I always love that um, saying, and I'm sure a lot of people don't love it, uh, of, well, did anybody die? And it's like... No. Well, then it's not that bad, is it, son? This is, my children can recite that to you. They come to ah. me. Is it bleeding? Is it broken? Has anybody died? No. Then go away and sort it out yourself. Off you go. Run along. Be a good boy now. Speaking of running along, mm-hmm. um, I want. I would like to read an email. <laughs> Uh, thank you for thank you for humoring me, Coxie. I I always humor you, Warwick. It's now part of my day. (laughs) Speaking of Fridays, um, so listeners, this is this is a Friday episode of the Traders in Business podcast, which is the now also. It's like we have two podcasts, Coxie. We've got Traders in Business, where we have proper real episodes with. With proper real guests like Tuesdays with Mitch, um, which has had some really good feedback, actually. It's had great feedback. I think everyone's oh, oh. surprised by Mitch's BMX banditing. <laughs> yeah. How can a BMX dude actually run a successful business? Uh, so we have good episodes, proper real ones like that, where we don't say naughty words much. And um, we've got a couple of cool ones coming up as well we that we've banked. Um, what a Potentially exciting collab um, on the horizon. Could you this, just this one might turn out secrets. to be real. Yeah, yeah. This one might turn <laughs> out to be a real one. Um, but we've got those episodes, and then we've got the the uh, daily tradey Rona casts, which people are seeming to like. You you like these listeners? They do. We're yeah. getting so much feedback on how much everybody's enjoying us dropping in the ear holes on a day to day basis. I can't believe it. Neither can my family. <laughs> uh, they're like, what? People like listening to you every day, mum? They actually choose to listen to you every day? Really? They come back again they for do. more? So there's those. And then there's Fridays. Now, 
language warning in case you're listening to this in the kitchen with the kidlets. Well, school's gone back in a lot of states. Um, uh, not proper school, not on the eastern seaboard anyway. Oh, okay. Um, so there's there's some adult language in today's Fuck It Friday episode. There you go. So we've almost got three podcasts, not two. Three podcasts. No wonder I feel a bit drained by the end <laughs> of a Friday. <laughs> and then we back up on Saturday and do it all over again. <clears throat> My alcohol consumption has doubled to one drink a week. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> Uh, so I would like to read, I'd like to share an email that I received with our listeners on this fuck it Friday. And, um, (laughs) it made me laugh. I I hope everybody else finds this as funny as I do. And then let's chat about it. So, uh, this came via, uh, my old website actually, which, which is funny in itself. Um, even funnier that I should probably stop paying for the hosting and pull the damn thing down. But, Mm -hmm. uh. It says, hi, and I won't use the person's name in case it's real. No, fuck them. Hi, Connor here. Connor, if you're listening, thanks for your email. Hi, Connor. (laughs) I came across your website while helping a client and noticed some crucial errors that are costing you a lot of money. Oh, shit, Connor. Thanks for pointing that out to me, mate. (laughs) Connor goes on. There's a lot of demand for said website, and he puts the website address in here. But the right people are having trouble finding it. Well, fuck me. How did you find it, mate? Good question. It can't be that hard to find if you tripped over it, Connor. Uh, anyway, he continues. I did some research. I like a bit of research, Connor. And discovered what competitors are taking all the business. And then he puts brackets. There are three of them. Now Ooh. I'm fucking intrigued. I want to know who my three competitors are. I bet one of them's us. <laughs> Wouldn't that be hilarious? <laughs> that are taking all the business from my old website that hasn't been updated in about four years. Wouldn't that be anyway, hilarious? So Connor's really got my attention now. I made a short personalized video to show what I'm talking about. Well, thank fuck for that, Connor, because uh, right now I'm a little confused, mate. <laughs> this is a personalized video for your website. Reinsert web address here. And then this is the this is what really uh, sealed the deal for me, Coxie. Sealed the Connor deal. says, I promise I won't be wasting your time. Mm-hmm. That's a big Now, this, at this point, I'm pretty sure he's completely wasted my fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but then just to make sure, he asks a couple of questions at the end. Are you the right person to send this to? If so, what's your best phone number to reach you, Connor? Now, I know you'll be surprised to hear this, Coxie, but I didn't reach for the reply button and quickly give Connor my mobile number. I am very surprised, Warwick. In fact, I'm very disappointed in you that you didn't (laughs) give Connor the credit that Connor deserves and immediately reply enthusiastically. On top of the fact that it's from a Gmail address that has makes no sense whatsoever at the start bit. (laughs) I, uh, I suspect Connor that you are wasting my time. And that is why your email ended up in my spam box. But, Coxie, it begs the question, and I, and I want to hear from our listeners on this too, do people respond to these emails? That was what we were talking about, wasn't it? I have, I got really shitty. I can say it's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I get. Well, I've said fuck about seven times already. <laughs> so. <laughs> I get probably mm, close to 100 emails a week from SEO professionals. I use that word very fucking loosely. <laughs> 
professionals. 100 emails a week, all to do with my old blog that I haven't written on for, oh, God, eight months, nine months. That's the thing, eh? And they're forever telling me how they're going to fix my SEO. Well, I got shitty and a little ranty there at one point and started emailing them all back. Asking questions, wasting their time, giving them the (laughs) I just needed to, I don't know, vent my frustration and show them how annoying they are. Granted, those people went away, but then others came back and quickly filled the hole. And I still get emails about our old building website that actually isn't even online anymore and hasn't been online for three years. So how do they even know that I have a website if they can't find it? It doesn't mm. exist. Interesting. Oh, and then, you know what? As we were as we were talking and I was reading Connor's email. Thanks, Connor. Um, I've promptly deleted your email, mate. Oh, Sorry, buddy, if you're legit, but seriously, come on. Um, I saw one from my bank. Oh. I was like, oh, shit. I better open this one in my spam folder just in case it's legit. And um, (laughs) apparently, apparently all my accounts have been put on hold. Oh, Because they've been flagged as suspicious. And uh, how's this? Here's a, here's a line from the email. If you are reading this email, it means your account has been selected for verification. All your current account services has been put on hold until you verify your account. Please that- click please click on verify now on the button below to start verification. Oh, God. Do you know the Note. problem, though? Some people actually click the button. I know, and I'm not laughing at you. If you've ever clicked on that button, I'm not laughing at you. No. I'm just feeling really sorry for anybody who believes this stuff. And I, you know what? I think we somehow need to do a better job of educating people about the shit pieces of work that are out there sending these emails because this stuff really pisses me off. Um, like they've pinched the logo from my bank's website. They've tried to make it really look legit. And I do know that people would not pay enough attention and not be scrutinizing enough to realize that this is a crock. Yes. And like, that's a big fat fuck you, whoever sent that email. I shan't be clicking on anything, of course. (laughs) Um, but I, I've, Oh, and here I go, Coxie. I'm going to loop this round to some philosophical Friday thing about um, curating the information that we all read. I feel like we're a bit hasty to just like skim through something and react to it before we actually scrutinise it and give it some critical thought. Mm-hmm. And and the fact that guys like Connor or you know bots or whatever Connor is continue to send those spammy emails out means that people must be responding to them. They have to be, otherwise it would be a waste of their time. Yeah. And the the bank email, you know, the banks are constantly telling us, do not click links in emails. That is not us. We don't do that. Here's how we communicate with you. And yet the fact that those emails keep arriving in my spam folder must mean that people get duped into clicking on them. And I, I do feel for those people and I... I wish I could help them be more um, critical in their assessment of some of these things, but I wonder where else that shows up in life. 
if people are clicking on that sort of shit, what else are they not really scrutinizing well enough? I also wonder whether we're not educating enough or in a way in which consumers are finding and then understanding. I think that, you know, you think about very often these are elderly clients that are clicking on these links because they don't know any better. They're not really savvy with their email. They don't understand the process and so they'll click a link without really thinking about what that might do because they feel a little panicked. The language typically is in those emails is always a little sort of um, – emotional provoking to make you panic a little bit and I need to fix it right now. So for that part of the population, the emails that the banks are sending are clearly not making any sense or being understood as you're speaking about. But in some cases, is it just because this process is beyond them? And so we as business owners particularly need to be more responsible with how we are communicating our message and ensuring that our potential clients and our clients are understanding exactly what we're communicating. Mm. It's tricky because, I mean, even you and I have this issue, uh, probably not so much with the podcast, although maybe that's why we've only got 17 listeners. Uh, <laughs> we know them all by first name. <laughs> um, but, but stupid jokes aside was, um, even you and I come across this with our content and the way it's interpreted and you and I sometimes scratch our heads going, how the fuck did someone get that from that? I don't know. It's a good question. One we and haven't I, come up with an answer to yet. Well, no, I, I just, I like to trace things back to the source of the issue because we go, well, you know, you guys aren't communicating clearly enough. It's like, yeah, well, that, that's, that's part of the issue. And for you as a business owner listening to this, generally speaking, the buck stops with us. So, the opportunity is to look at our own language or our own marketing or our own quotes and have a look at how the hell did they get that from that? Mm. But rather than blame the receiver of the message, we have to look back to the broadcaster, which is us. We're broadcasters, Coxie. Mm. On our radio uh, Self-appointed. So, <laughs> um, But then I like to look even further than that, and particularly on philosophy, fuck it, Fridays, of, uh, we never went on with the whole Philosophy Friday thing, did we? We turned into a philosophy almost every day thing because we were so <laughs> overwhelmed by COVID and trying to help our tradies. Uh, my fellow Australians. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I like to trace it back to the source, to the to the seat of, of the problem. And I have seen a lot of posts from parents who have actually found out what their kids are learning at school these days because mm. now we're doing school from home and that's, there's a whole lot of what the fuck? Mm. What are you teaching them this shit for? What happened to reading, writing and arithmetic? It's interesting. <laughs> so I'm I wonder if, on this one. I, <laughs> I wonder if the problems sort of go back a little further than just, um, you know, Connor sending out a dodgy email that I look at and straight away it's like, okay, this has all the hallmarks of spam or an email from my bank. It's like, come on, I know that banks don't do that. And yet some people don't get that. And I think whether it's schooling, whether it's business education through marketing or consumer groups maybe could do a better job of some of this stuff instead of, you know, making 
life difficult for businesses, maybe they should be educating consumers a bit more. Um, I think it's sad, actually. I'm getting all reflective. I might yes, need to. Yes, it's getting a bit deep. Don't you think, though, I think as um, business owners, it's our responsibility to ensure that we've communicated in a way that our clients have heard us. So that might mean backing up your communication with a few questions to ask to make sure they have that comprehension level that you're looking for. You mean like Connor asks, like, who's the right person to talk to and would you please provide me with your phone number? Nothing like Connor. Let's not <laughs> talk about Connor anymore. No, don't uh, do. Don't be like Connor. Don't be like. Yeah, don't, don't be like. Don't be a fuckwit like Connor, <laughs> or the nameless turd that sent the bank email out. Mm, don't be like them either. I want to know how they get my bloody email address. That's what does my head in. That's a freaking good question. Where that, the hell did Con- oh, like I know where Connor got my email obviously address from? from the website, it's, but the bank. Well, it was a web form, but the bank one has come straight to me. Somebody sold your email address, Warwick. You bastards. You know, every time you go to the, oh, I'm not going to say that one. I might get myself in trouble. <laughs> every time you fill out a form and pop your email address in it, it's likely to go into a list for sale. And those lists are pretty cheap and people buy them as a way to find business. Mm. It's a dodgy way, I guess if it's, you ask me. It's like uh, telemarketers. It's just, it's just a part of life, isn't it? Like mosquitoes. Like what purpose do mosquitoes serve other than annoying the fuck out of us when we go camping, which we can't do anymore, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) It's a very good question. Anywho, as from tonight, you lot can – no, you can't go camping, can you? You can go bushwalking in Queensland. go bushwalking where I can sit and have a picnic. 50 kilometres from home. 50 kilometres from home. So if you you live in the middle of Brisbane or Sydney, you're fucked because 50 k's just gets you to the outskirts. (laughs) I can't get all the way to Dad's. Dad's at Redcliffe, five minutes, (laughs) which I can't get all the way there. So you guys can meet in the middle somewhere at a service station because they're still open. We could, or we could go to the Botanical Gardens and have a nice picnic. But oh, that'd yes, be lovely. We could do something. That'd like be that. lovely. But I have a question on that, which nobody will be able to answer. But this is my question: His oh, no. friend, i.e., partner, lives closer to me and is within the radius. So if he went to visit her, and then she happened to be driving all the way out here, surely he could visit. Do you see how dangerous interpretation gets? If we want to go back to communication and Chuck Norris the shit out of it. <laughs> You're just claiming that one for all mankind, don't you? I really am. But that's communication, right? There's no absolute clear definitive boundaries on this whole 50 kilometre thing. And it's open to interpretation. So is everything you communicate to your client base. Oh, because we all see shit through our own lens. We do. Holy crap, this is a good episode. I like this. My my lens currently is looking out the window through the rain at my cattle. Yeah, are they sad? They appear to be very happy. They're munching away on grass just like they do every other day. So they don't care about the rain at all? No, my cattle have a double coat. So they don't feel cold? Because they're from Scotland. So they don't feel a cold coxie. I'm not sure. He's he's back. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I want to read a review. Oh, yes. Do we have one? Yeah, boom. Uh, yes, we got another review. We got another one, Coxie. Oh, is it nice? <laughs> Hang on, let me check. Yeah, okay, I'll read this one out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, oh, he's even used his real name. That's bold. It is bold. That's a, that's a ballsy move. Is it Connor? <laughs> I wish it was Connor. 
I wish Connor was a real person and that I've just slagged the crap out of a listener <laughs> <laughs> who just sucks at writing sales emails. <laughs> oh, dear. Fuck you, Connor. So, no, the review on the podcast, because we've been asking for reviews to help elevate the status of tradies in business from trashy fuckfest Fridays to real valuable podcast. Maybe this is why we don't get more um, high-level guests on our podcast because we get all <laughs> sweary and shit. <laughs> Although some of the most popular podcasts in the world have lots of adult language in them. Yes, they do. Hmm. Joe Rogan says fuck a lot and he's got heaps of followers. I don't. It's the real world and we're dealing with tradies. Are you telling me they're all using their pleas and thank yous on site and not swearing at all? Mm, not the people I talk to. <laughs> I have not yet found one tradie. I, oh my gosh, I had a session with one of our tradiepreneur clients the other day, and his and his wife dropped him in the shit. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was, we were talking about communication with staff and subbies and stuff, and getting results with them and communication. Oh, there's a, there's another like mini Chuck Norris segue about communication, and. Uh, yeah, he was a bit exasperated as to why he couldn't get people to do what they were supposed to do and do their job properly and all that. And uh, <laughs> I even know who you're talking about here. Yes, and <laughs> she looked at him and looked at me on the Zoom call and she said, no, it's because you call them F and Cs and you rant and rave whenever you turn up and then you and then you drive off again and that's how you, that, you call that communication. I was like... Oh, burn, buddy. That is a big burn. <laughs> a big burn. Uh, so, no, I don't think tradies are really have an issue with the, the adult language. But if you do, this one was marked explicit, so bully for you. Anyway, we've got a review. And oh, I'm going to say it's from, it's from, should I say his name? Come on. Is this going to hurt anybody? He's not a snowflake. So Tom Fraunfelder. Good on you, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Tom's one of our bloody legend clients and um, doing cool stuff, uh, making lots of change, actually. Uh, he's changing things, and that's getting him some bloody awesome results. So Tom has only recently found the podcast, which is kind of funny. Tom. <laughs> Tom, but he's all been... these hours of work we've put into this just I know. for you, Tom, and you've only I know. just found us. Five years of work, buddy, and you've only just decided to listen. Um, but he's he's uh, he's actually found it, or decided to finally actually fucking listen to it, and he's <laughs> he's he's been binge listening, which I don't think is a good idea with our podcast. But anywho, Tom says absolutely gold in all caps, hence the emphasis gold. Uh, Nicole and was make it easy. Oh, you used your full name. Oh, look out. <laughs> Nicole and Woz make it easy to understand how you can make your business better through a entertaining and very informative podcast. Might want to work on the grammar there, Tom. Their special guests from all parts of our industry provide a unique insight into running a tradie business. And then thank you, because it's in all caps. So he's shouting. Tom, thank you. Thank you, Tom. That's an Thanks, awesome Tom. review. You're a legend, mate. Um, and we love working with you too, buddy. We do. Uh, and nice that you finally found the podcast <laughs> after all this time <laughs> and that you haven't uh, decided that maybe you don't want to work with us after hearing it. So, <laughs> Yeah, that, that is a positive, isn't it? 
So Tom is now in the running for some merchandise. He is. Have we Provided got I any can... closer to getting our merchandise? No. No. It's time for Mummy Shark to come and shark the shit out of this and sort it out. I might need you to pack the Uzi submachine gun in the car and go for a drive, <laughs> Coxie. Because <laughs> it's close enough that I can. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm going to start threatening the the supplier. Um, <laughs> they've they've taken a they've gone to the Australia Post School of how to make shit drag out for ages. Mm. <laughs> uh, so Tom, thanks, mate. Really appreciate your review, buddy, and uh, appreciate you listening to the podcast. And we're going to send you some merchandise. It might be someone else's merchandise because we currently can't get hold of our own. Um, so we'll probably whip on into Bunnings and get you a Bunnings hat or something like that. But, uh, oh, we've got builder's <laughs> pencils. We can send some builder's pencils. Not Do we have us. those? We've got my ob ones. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. We're just pulling out all the stops. We are. Look at um, so that's, that's, uh, my little weird unplanned fuck it Friday communication. That's the message. Oh, look at that. Look at look at how looped that all it. just joined up. There was just looped it around. Segways. We looped it up together. <laughs> we swore a lot. We laughed. We read a review and we said thank you. What a great now, if you episode. En- yeah. Now if you enjoyed today's episode, uh, get involved with us online. That sounds a bit seedy. Get online with us. Friday afternoons at the new time, the new family friendly time. Of 4 p.m. Fridays. There's a lot of F's in there. <laughs> 4 p.m. on Fridays. Thank goodness for my spit guard on the microphone. <laughs> we, ha- we have a drink online. Uh, I think we're going to have a crack at... Can we, can we whisper? Are we streaming this one, Coxie? Yeah, we're streaming this one. We're going to have a crack at streaming today's uh, tradey drinky hour thing. And um, so jump online or get on the Facebook live stream... And um, come and have a drink with us. We usually have a good old chin wag, a bit of a piss take, uh, talk about the week that was. We discuss politics and religion and nutrition dogma. Stop. Stop. <laughs> You're scaring everybody. School no. from home. Everyone has a bit of a bitch and a moan about the kids being around. We do. <laughs> my daughter made a cameo last Friday. She yeah. did. <laughs> yeah. So did my son and all, all the dogs came. We had a dog party. That sounds My weird. daughter asked me if they were all my friends. They are your friends. That's so cute. Well, technically I don't have any friends, sweetheart, but um, I call these people my friends. It's like that. Well, thank you, Warwick. I really appreciate that. How kind of you. You're just my business partner. It doesn't count. Just. just. I have to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) Which is even funnier because you have to talk to me. (gasps) Sucked in. Anyway, come and join us for a drink at Savo, gang. Four o'clock. Be there or be doing something more interesting and uh, we'd love to see you. So live stream or the Zoom link, we'll chuck the links up or Coxie will because I suck at it. And um, They'll be in the Trade Desk group. So you have to be a Trade Desk member to come and have a drink with us. But you know how to do it. It's all free for the first month. It certainly is. And if you can't find the code, don't be a dodo. Go to the website. It's on there. It is. I think. (laughs) It is. Dodo. All right. I'm going to stop talking shit for a change. Happy Friday. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you being here. We'll see you tomorrow. No, we won't. We, we won't be looking at you, but we'll, we'll come no. at you in your ear holes tomorrow.
Thank you. You've been listening to the Tradies in Business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesinbusiness.com.au.